Welcome back, everybody, to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I am Chris Witt, and with me, as always, is my cousin Adam Schmidt. Adam, how are you today, sir? Very good. Very excited about this program tonight. Yes. So today... Hey, I got to do it this week. There you go. So today uh, is a very special day. This is uh, the last show before Christmas. So today... We're going to do a little Christmas show. I mean, we got mm-hmm. we got a topic or two that we're going to throw out there sports-wise. But uh, I think we're going to do a little Christmas action today. I'm ready. I'm excited about this. Yeah, I think it's going to be good. All right. Well, uh, you can catch us on Nosebleeds, the Nosebleed Sports Podcast on Facebook. Um, you can catch us also uh, on Twitter. Adam's at? Adam Schmidt 44 And I'm at Sick With It. Uh, you got SoundCloud. You got Castbox, yeah, uh, iTunes, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, yeah. which YouTube. Is the same thing I believe. YouTube. Yeah. So Facebook. if you if you don't catch us on Facebook Live on Wednesdays, ten thirty at night, right now, mm-hmm. you can catch us Thursday morning or the rest of the week on any of those platforms. So that being said, Adam Schmidt, yes. let's get started. Let's do it. Let's do it. How, how, what do you want to start with today, man? It's it's Christmas time. It's Christmas season. It's uh, a little Christmas in the air, if you will. But uh, let's start off with uh, with a little Christmas present for the women out there. Yes. Um, so the Indiana Pacers. Let's let's start by saying the NBA does it better. The NBA does it better than any other league in sports and professional sports in many many ways. They're not perfect. They make bad decisions. Things happen. They've had lockouts. They've had issues with with owners. Um, but generally, the NBA is considered, I think, by most people as the most progressive um, kind of uh, new age league. Uh, that you know, there, there's the other leagues sometimes get a little stuck in in you know old fashioned rules and strategies. Um, within their within their sports the nba though um has been for a long time and especially in the last few years since adam silver's taken over as commissioner the most progressive league the indiana pacers the 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 indiana pacers did something but as you say that uh the nfl at the same time has been very has been pretty progressive when it comes to women as well, there's there's a there, there's a woman scout in the NFL. Uh, Katie Blackburn is the executive vice president for the Cincinnati Bengals. Woman in the front office. Uh, you have multiple assistant coaches. So there's the other leagues are out there doing the same kind of thing and helping out. But the NFL does something that nobody's ever done, or the NFL, the NBA yeah. does something that nobody's ever done by actually. And Katie Blackburn, of course, is. The daughter the da- of the Thank owner, so you. that's a little different. But uh, of Mike Brown, but uh, uh, the Pacers went out and, and did something a little special. Yeah, they hired Kelly Kroskoff, um, longtime president and general manager of the Indiana Fever, uh, Indiana's WNBA team. They hired her. The Indiana Pacers hired her as the first female assistant general manager. In NBA history, they basically made a position for. Her. They didn't have an assistant general manager at the time. Uh, uh, Kevin, lots of, lots of teams have them. Sure, but Kevin Pritchard, mm-hmm. uh, who is the 
president of base basketball operations for the Indiana Pacers uh, is very close with her. She was um, she she was there to start the WNBA. She's been the president of the Indiana uh, Fever. Is it the Fever? Indianapolis yes. Fever. Indiana Fever. Indianapolis Indiana Fever. Uh, so she's been putting teams together and and good for her. She uh, she spent. I tell you, she's one of those. She's a basketball. She's a basketball lifer. You right. Know, you know. You you know those people. They're they're in baseball all the time. They're in football. Every sport has those people that just grew up around the game, was involved as a player, and then immediately got into it as a, a coach, an executive, something, a scout, whatever, um, and spend their life, their career, in that sport. She is. She's done the same thing. She played at Texas A and M. She was a. She was a. You know, high Division One college basketball player. Um, she was, uh, as you mentioned, the she was the first, uh, the first director of basketball operations. I want to make sure I got that right of the WNBA, of the entire WNBA. Yep. Um, she has. She was the assistant before that. She was the assistant commissioner for the Southwest Conference. Um, she has served on USA Basketball's women's senior national team committee. So she has all these different positions within the sport of basketball all her life since her her entire adult life. And then the last 19 seasons in the front office with the Indiana Fever, most of those as the president and GM. In that time, in those 19 seasons, 13 playoff appearances, three WNBA finals, one championship. She spent, they share the same they share Bankers Life Fieldhouse as their home court yep. with the Indiana Pacers. They are in the same building. Um, her offices are, have been in the same building with the Indiana Pacers brass for years and years and years. She has um, she has worked right next to Larry Bird and Donnie Walsh and all the the guys that were part of the uh, Pacers brass before this new regime that's that's in place now. Um, was there so she's been talking she they've bounced ideas off of each other for years um she's been around she knows the nba she knows basketball and that's the most important thing she knows the wnba uh you know the the rosters and and the way the league runs more so than the nba because that's what she spent her time in but she's been around the, the nba for a long time because she's shared a building, shared office sure. space with she those made guys. It real, she made it real apparent, too, when she got when she did, had uh, a few interviews of of the fact that she's talked with guys from the Pacers for years and good friends, and they bounce ideas off each other, and basically they started realizing that they basically do the same thing. It's just with bigger, stronger players and more dollar amounts in the contracts. Correct. Yeah, that was the that was the thing she said. She her first couple of weeks she's going to concentrate on familiarizing herself with the rosters of all of the all of the NBA teams and with the collective bargaining agreement, the NBA collective bargaining agreement. Um and because like you said, it's there's there are a lot of different there are odd, you know, rules and loopholes and and uh things that you know, are involved in the collective bargaining agreement that are uh, way too difficult for my feeble mind to understand. But um, she's going to be doing that. She's a heck of a lot smarter than I am. So um, she's she's going to have the opportunity to help build this Pacers organization, who is for the last year or two one of the one of the most surprising teams 
They were a, what, four seed, I think, last year yep. in the Eastern Conference. They are back this year. I thought they'd drop off a little bit. They haven't. They're really good again this year. Yeah. Um, so she's going to get an opportunity to be part of that. Um, this news is bittersweet to me, though. Oh, yeah? Why is that? Because it, while, it's, while it's a cool story that the first female assistant general manager has been hired, it it brings it, it brings up a lot of thought about why in the world is this just now happening? Why is this why is a female being an assistant general manager, which is the highest the highest level executive that anyone's ever been? There are, I think there there are a few other females in front offices in basketball. Sure. But this is the highest level. Why in two thousand eighteen is this just now happening? Well and and you know it just goes back to, if you ask me, I was thinking about it. You know, it goes back to it's a man's sport, and men are the ones that have always been, you know, you just hire men to work with men. And, and uh, thinking about that, as this lady gets kind of, I got two daughters, I have two little girls, and it's kind of a cool thing to see, you know, why wouldn't you? hire why wouldn't you look into hiring women for jobs like this it literally gives you half of the population the other half you you now have twice as many people to choose from you got a better chance of getting smarter people so yeah it, it's a good thing it's it, it should have happened a while ago sure we're moving along you know nothing's perfect when i was a kid you never in your life would have thought of a woman being on a football field or a basketball. And really, the Major League Baseball is probably last in line of all this progression. You don't see any women or, or ever in any front offices or anything like that that I know of. The NFL's got some coaches. Um, I think there's a special teams coach out there and some other some others out there. And obviously, Popovich um, has his assistant coach, Becky uh, Hammond, Becky Hammond yeah. who's more than likely, I mean, she is the assistant manager or assistant coach. She's next in line. Like mm-hmm. she sits next to him on the bench. She's then she will be the first woman's coach when Popovich decides to retire. It does seem like that. Yes. So, yeah, good. Do it right. They they need to do it right and and be hiring them not because they're women to put them out there first and be the first woman, but hire them. Because they're the best qualified for the job, I'm totally cool with it. Exactly. Yeah. It, it's, it's just, and I don't, I don't want to harp on, you know, we've we've almost gotten to a point now where we're so we've especially in the last five to ten years, we've we've kind of evolved so much as a society in inclusion and equality that now it seems like people are seeking it out and like. Um, almost overanalyzing whether, you know, when any time a man gets hired or a white person gets hired for something and a, a woman, an African-American, a, 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 you know, a, a European, a, a an Asian person that gets gets passed up for a job. Now it's there's something wrong. This is racist. There's you know, this is sexist. There's it's whatever. We've gotten so far evolved that it's almost gone a little too far where it's not equality anymore. Now it's almost overlapping. Um, but it's, 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 it's a good thing. It's a good thing that we're at a point now that we're understanding that because it's been this way for a long, for forever, basically, that doesn't mean that it's, we now understand that that doesn't mean it's okay. 
that doesn't mean that it's right or that it's right right i mean right. i mean you know is it is there going to you know and in and i and i'm probably wrong for saying this but in my head i still i still see and i still think you know there's probably going to be more men in these jobs all the time anyway because it's a men's sport and men are playing it and you're more than likely going to hire that same ego whatever but but that doesn't mean that i mean i, I could be i'm i'm probably as 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 misogynistic as you can be in that case but that's just how we were bred to think right so when you see this it's like oh that's pretty cool good for her good for my kids at some time my daughters could possibly do it but at some point in time it just needs to be it, it you hope that it can just be so and so got hired as a assistant general manager in indiana all right, let's see what this chick can do. It's, or let's see what she's going to do. Or let's see what he's going to do. Not, oh, my gosh, they hired a woman. Right. Yeah. And, and that's we're getting closer to that. Um, but like I said, it, it just feels so odd that when you think about it now, like, I look, 20 years ago when I was a teenager, yeah, I would have been like, wow, that's wow, that's weird. A woman? Really? They hired a woman? Because I was, you know, I didn't know. I didn't understand. I understood the world the way it was 20 years ago. Now I understand we we're we're smarter as a people. It doesn't always seem that way, but we are smarter <laughs> generally as a society about certain things now than we were 20 years ago, 40 years ago, 100 years ago. Right, and that's a great thing. And yes, the bottom line is, this is a woman. I wish this. I wish the story wasn't that it's a woman being hired, but since it is. Now this paves the way. Now this, you know, I think there are a lot of women that that may have wanted to get involved in men's sports that were that were maybe maybe um, discouraged or maybe almost a little intimidated because it was so male dominated you know you hear stories all the time in, in college programs and NBA programs about there being this uh, you know this sense good old boy yeah this is the good old boys club or, or just just a misogynistic um, aura around that you know environment in that space wherever it is right and and it's um and, and having more women involved is going to that's the thing kelly Kroskoff getting this job should encourage more women to apply for these jobs to, right to and, thrive. and the cool the cool thing about this uh when it comes to that side of it is she wasn't out there applying for this job they came to her and said, and, and and Kevin Pritchard came to her and said, "Hey, listen, you know, months ago, apparently, listen, hey, what do you think about this? Is this something you ever thought of?" And she's like, "Not, not really. Never thought of that." Mm -hmm. And then, you know, came back to her again a couple of weeks ago, and she's like, "You know what? Yeah, actually, I think I am interested in that because she never thought you would. You know, they there's the thought process isn't there, so." That actually, to me, makes it even better that she's first because it's not somebody who's just been trying and trying and trying and trying. And somebody was like, all right, let's just let this chick do it so she can be the first one and be done. It's more of a, it's more of a, man, this chick really knows what she's, I keep saying chick, that's probably, I probably can't say that. But this girl knows what she's doing. Let's go after her. And that's what they did. That's what mm -hmm. that's what's encouraging to me is that the people were turning around. And apparently, I didn't know this, but uh, when Indiana, when the Pacers were part of the ABA, they actually had a woman's a women a woman woman GM. Uh, Nancy Leonard was her name. 
I did not know that. Yep, she was. Uh, so the the Pacers have always been the progressive organization in in the uh, NBA, which you wouldn't think from a the way that they're ran or anything like that. They're very conservative, but mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think Indiana is the uh, is the place is the state that still has the highest number of uh, Ku Klux Klan members. If I is that for real? I'm pretty sure. Oh, I'm good pretty night. sure a few That's years terrible. ago I heard that. <laughs> So that has nothing to do with basketball. So or it's women just a, in basketball right. or anything like that. And of course, you know it is what it is. And that you know that takes you back to all the you know you you hope, like I said, you hope that it's some day, someday that this is just something where instead of saying, "Wow, she's the first woman to ever get it," that it's more of a, "All right, what can this girl do?" This is just another person. It's just getting another person getting, getting another hired. job. It, same way, it's what the Rooney Rule was put in place for, you know, to get these interviews rolling with with minorities so eventually it's not uh well we got a hot we got to interview a black guy or a mexican or whatever mm-hmm. more of eventually it's like oh man look at all that we missed out all right now we hire mike tomlin we hire marvin lewis and nobody's saying oh that black guy got a job no it's that football guy got a job right and i think that the rooney rule has done i, I don't it hasn't done what it was set out to do fully i'm sure but it's it has made it to where when a black guy gets hired you don't talk about it anymore you don't talk about it like oh a black guy got the job i I don't feel like it when tomlin got the job in pittsburgh it was more like all right is this the guy that's gonna you know is he's gonna replace bill cower can this guy do it i'm sure there's some some things about if you know being black guy or not there's always going to be that talk involved which at some point that's got to go away and that's what we're talking about that's where you want the woman being you know not being a woman just being a person mm-hmm. a black coach not being a black coach not being ron being rivera a, a mexican a coach. coach just being a coach right. right is ron rivera mexican i don't know what he is i'm not sure honestly he's some kind of minority but anyway you know it's it's one of those things where you hope that someday you don't need those rules in place like the rooney rule or you know they, they don't have a well i guess they do have rules and different assets uh facets of life where you gotta interview women and stuff like that you know someday it's just gonna be hey that chick knows what she's doing don't say chick stop saying chick man (laughs) sorry about chick i'm bringing myself all the way back see (laughs) i would be that old white dude owning the team like look i'm an old white guy i'm gonna hire an old white guy that makes sense no i guess that's not how i really would be i'm just saying I gotta stop saying chick. I apologize. It's it. Hopefully, this chick can do what she sets out to do. But that's exactly what. (laughs) That's exactly the whole thing. Is is it's been a certain way for a long time. If you grow up, if you grow up saying, "Oh, look at that chick," or "Hey, what's that chick doing?" or whatever, in a in a bad way, right? Yeah. But but you you know nowadays it's not necessarily as acceptable, um, and, and it's because we're trying to get to a point where it's. Everybody is just a person. Everybody's just a person. It doesn't matter what they're, whether they're gay or straight or black or white or, or male or female or whatever. It's, it's everybody's a person. Everybody has the same opportunities, you know, um, and the same privileges and the same everything. We're a long way from that. Sure. But little steps like this, baby steps, are baby helping. steps, brother, baby steps. Um, it just, I, I wish I lived in a time that we were uh, a lot further along, but. I'm so what's try not next? To harp on so that. that's my what my question is. What's next? So so, what is that next step? Is it the transgender? Is that the next step? Like when's the first transgender person gonna be a basketball coach? Because 
Once again, I'll pull you right back into a stereotype in this case. You know, the way that I grew up was always, oh, well, woman. why would a woman want to coach men in basketball? Mm-hmm. That just doesn't work. Well, I mean, you know, that's the same way I would feel about like a, like a transgender. I feel like they're just not basketball people. How, how do I know that? That's a right. terrible thing to say. Right. But they it, could easily be. And you never know. The, the most popular transgender person ever was the best athlete of his generation. <laughs> Yeah, his, Bruce, her, Bruce, Bruce Jenner, uh, uh, Caitlyn, Caitlyn Jenner, Bruce, Bruce Jenner, Bruce slash Caitlyn Jenner, um, right? Uh, yeah, and that's and that's that's the thing. It's it, it's the exact same thing to me. Transgender. Then you can't say chick though. Fluid, you say fluid gender. Or, no, you just say person. You that just, guy. I mean, it's well, that girl. Yeah, uh, whatever. Uh, we'll figure that out. Whatever they identify with or whatever. Yeah, just coach or coach. just coach just GM. Perfect. Or just yeah. Or just. Hey, skip or whatever you know. When there's a when there's a um uh what uh you know uh, I keep uh, coming up. I'm about to say Mister Miss, but it's whatever it is. Sure, whatever. As long as we understand that everybody's a person and everybody should have the same opportunity to, you know, follow their dreams and and work in you know get the get you know have opportunities to get jobs that they want and yeah. have opportunities to live where they want and and you know use restrooms where they want or whatever. Uh, I don't know. know. I'm, yeah, we don't have to Let's talk just talk it. about them getting coaching jobs. I don't need to talk about <laughs> That's a whole nother topic, man. Okay. That's, that's, right. that's right. We don't, we don't, I don't even know, how to, I don't even this, know where to get into This is a social that. issue thing, but it's, it's, it's when sports it comes specific. to the sports world, sports congratulations to Kelly. We're happy for you. Uh, hopefully, now my daughters can be head coaches somewhere. I think that, or, or maybe, GMs, maybe or she presidents. will. Maybe she will be the GM that hires your daughters to work as I don't know a ball the, girl, the head coach. No, oh. head coach or uh, or her assistant GM or you there know, you go, whatever. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I want my daughter hanging around a bunch of. A bunch of basketball players, man. I feel like there's a lot of horn dogs in there. I don't need nobody staring at my little girl like that. Well, there are horn dogs everywhere, man. I'm sorry, it's just gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so they'll you know, hire you and I as security to protect them, though. Yeah, because I would be a great hire for security. <laughs> I'll talk somebody down. Hell. That's all I would do. I got nothing else. That's my weapon of choice. I'd be even worse because I don't have that. So. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Well, you know, speaking of the NBA and it's Christmas time, another thing that the NBA does right is Christmas. Oh, my they, gosh. You know, the NFL has got Thanksgiving and, you know, Thanksgiving football. It's what it's about. The NBA goes one step further. NBA Christmas Day in the NBA has become the biggest day in the NBA because the NBA puts the best teams playing each other on that night. They, on that day, yes. If I just wish that football would get that part, it's always got the you know the 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 Cowboys are always in it, you know the Packers or the Bears or whatever. However, they're the, or the Lions, like mm-hmm. get off of that. Let's get let's get let's have a rematch of the Super Bowl every year on Thanksgiving. Let's do something like that. The NBA does it right, dude. I mean, there's some big games coming up next week. Let me just tell you what the schedule oh, looks let's like. Let's hear the lineup. Okay. Bucks Knicks. Now the Knicks aren't very good, um, but they. So wait, are, wait, wait to start it off. After I just well, talked it up. No, but they are without their best player. Kristaps Porzingis is right. still recovering from his ACL injury. So if he was there, that would be a different story. Um, but anyway, 
the Knicks are the Knicks are really the only team that are not very good that are playing on today. But they're playing in Madison Square Garden, which is kind of a big deal. Right. So, uh, Bucks Knicks at noon. Three o'clock is Oklahoma City Thunder Houston Rockets. That of course is a huge game. I mean, you're talking two and three in the in the West. Yep. Um, Five thirty is Sixers Celtics who. I who I thought at the end of who during the playoffs last year was easily without question going to be the Eastern Conference Finals this year. Now you know Toronto is going to be that team, but these right. are still this is still two three again in East. This is so you're taking the two of the top three teams in both divisions are playing each other now. Correct. Then you have the best player in the entire league playing against the best team in the entire league, the Lakers and Warriors. LeBron James, greatest player in the league right now, against. Against, the, against second, the second best player in the league, probably, and third best player in the league. Yes, yeah, Steph Curry, he, number two, and KD, KD number, number three. three. Um, and then before we have a chance to argue about that, uh, I got no, I got no, I am not <laughs> arguing about that at all. I'm good with that. Before we have you want to take before, KD, you want to take KD and put him at three. I'm good with Steph there. But now all of a sudden, now KD's probably going to put Kyrie up there, though. KD's yeah, probably no, going yeah, to say it's going to go, it's, it's going to go Kyrie. Uh, LeBron, KD, LeBron, <laughs> Steph. Yeah, that's probably. that's in KD's head. That's yeah. how it goes. Right. But in every normal person, it's LeBron, and then two or three spots that are empty, and then well, to you, <laughs> to you who would drink, who would drink uh, LeBron James bathwater. Uh, that is that is the case for you. Yeah, anyway. straight after uh, straight after an overtime game. <laughs> that's disgusting. I remember when you once told me that you would eat. A bowl of cereal that is just a, a bowl of LeBron James scabs with some milk on it. You would eat that. I Why remember. Not? I remember specifically when you told me that. I don't remember saying that. That's but really I gross. Doubt it. I wouldn't that's doubt really it. Gross. Le- LeBron James scabs. I, I feel like I've tried to grab one when he walked by before. <laughs> Holy cow! That's so gross. The last game of the night at ten thirty is the Blazers and Jazz. Both both teams very good. Very good. Again, teams. two playoff teams going yes. at it. Yes. Why can't the NFL get it right on Thanksgiving? This is great. The lineup, there's only one out of five games that's eh, okay. But you still get the Bucks in that game, which you get to see Giannis in Madison Square Gardens. That's yes. always fun. So the NBA sets the sets Christmas Day up this way every year. They market the heck out of it. They do a great job of that like they always do. They have they have uniforms made specifically for Christmas Day uniforms, which are always really cool, usually really cool um, for, for those teams playing. And then, of course, you can buy those and stuff, so they're going to make money, of course, off of those things, which is great. This year, they're making it even bigger. This year, Christmas Day is the first day you will be able to vote for the All-Star Game this year, nice. which is very cool. Yeah, that very is cool. cool. There you go. So it brings a little extra into it. Yes. And by the way, speaking of the All-Star Game, we can go back to, I've said it several times, I think we agree on it. I'm very passionate about this, that fans should not be voting for All-Stars, for okay. Pro Bowls, well, for now, Halls of Fame. They hold, should not hold be doing on, that. Hold on. I don't, I don't necessarily agree that they shouldn't be voting at all. I believe that there should be like a like, kind of like um, how uh, the Pro Bowl does it now. I like the way they do it, even though they... Even though somehow Brady is starting, is the got voted is currently leading as the uh, quarterback, and Andrew Luck's not in the Pro Bowl at this moment in time, mm-hmm. which is a little ridiculous, shady. But besides that, they do. You have coaches vote, players vote, 
and fans vote. All three of those are worth 33% of the vote. Okay. I I I got no problem with that. that. I have no problem with that whatsoever. Give me let let the fans vote. That's fun. But don't let me be the sole man in charge of this cuz I don't know nothing about some of these guys. It's fun. I love voting for the All-Star game. I love voting for I don't have a vote, but you can vote um, if you're a, if you're a major league baseball, there's a, there's the at bat app that you get, you know, yep. like major league baseball's big app. If you are a member of this, like, uh, it's the fans, I forget what it's like the fans at bat something or other, but you're like an, like an exclusive club or whatever. And they send you questionnaires periodically. Um, and you, they send you the, the hall of fame ballot when the writers are voting on the hall of fame ballot, which is who votes. Um, the fans, you can choose your, you get up to 10 votes like everybody else who you think should be in the Hall of Fame. It doesn't count for anything, but it wants to know who you. So anyway, that stuff is really fun because I like to get deep into it and look at everybody's numbers and look at what who's has the best first half in whatever sport it yep. is. Oh, we, we know you get your Bible out, you break it open, mm-hmm. you start separating everything, man. You got you got columns and categories, <laughs> I, I and, do, and rows I have, and I have everything. Notebooks at home, full of that stuff, and uh, just and just doing it for fun. Before for we fun. ever before we ever did this podcast, <laughs> just I believe for fun. it. I believe it. Why not? <laughs> so so anyway, so it's good to know then that the Pro Bowl does it that way, and I think that's that's much closer to what it should be. I'm down for that. The NBA does it. The last few years they changed that too. So the fans vote counts for fifty percent, and then the coaches and players each get. Each get votes, and those are twenty five percent. Okay, so I still don't think that the fans should have that much, but I I'm agree okay, with you. But I'm o- but I'm okay with it. They're moving in the right with direction. A percentage, yes. Right. I'm, they're so, moving in the right direction. So that's now we could talk about whether you now do you like the format they're doing now? This will be the second year. I, I believe. love this. You do where they take the top two vote getters. Is is that how it Correct. is? Top two vote getters. Well, the top two vote getters in each conference. They pick. They pick. Uh, the team they pick their own team out of everybody else that was that was voted in. Right. So you could literally have Steph Curry playing against Kevin Durant. Yes. Yes. And, and that's fun. I enjoy that. I like that. That's I, I, that's kind of cool. I think it's odd though that you still vote based on conference. So you your votes you still get three front court players and two back court players. You vote on that per conference, but then they. Whoever makes it from those each of those conferences, then it's just a an open pool, and then those guys pick from there. I don't. I think you've got to line it up better than that. I don't. Or or go so back what's to your, conference. So what's your so what's your option then? I, I don't mind it. it. It still keeps your it keeps your half and half East and West deal. But then everybody can just pick from there. But you're still getting half East Coast, half West Coast. Well, not Coast, but half Eastern Conference, half Western Conference. I, I I enjoy that. But if you don't like it, what would be your fix to that then? Don't don't vote based on conference then. Just make it a, a wide open thing. If if you have to change the way you set the teams up because the Eastern Conference isn't nearly as good and the Western Conference wins it every year, then d- then set the vote up la- that way. If, if you're gonna just gonna throw out East and West in the game, then don't don't set up the voting that way. Just have it wide open. You get six front court players and four back court players. That's who you vote on. That's the pool. Guess what? If if Eight of the ten guys are from the Western Conference. Okay, that's the way it is right now. And then the 
the reserves are voted on by the coaches, and that's that's what I like the best because sure. that's when you get the guys that are most deserving in there. Right. It's the fans that vote in the the uh, you know Stars. the Dirk the Dirk Nowitzki's this year right. or something like that. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Um, so it, it, I don't know. There's still some some work to do, I think, on that, but. The uh, the whole entire weekend, All Star Weekend is is another like Christmas. It's that it's a huge. Those are like the two big in season week or days or weekends uh, for the NBA. They do it so well. Both of those things. I'm so excited for Christmas Day NBA Christmas basketball Day for, MB- for thirteen NBA's, hours. Exactly. It's it's uh it's it's fun. It's one of the few times that I think the 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 nation. The parts of the nation that aren't big basketball people still this this is you know it's getting to be like the NFL where even if you don't like the NFL on Thanksgiving you watch football and mm-hmm. I think that Christmas is getting close to that it's getting close it's not there yet I hope so it's it's not there yet especially in a place like where we're from Cincinnati it's not there but it's getting there it's getting there I think and I, it's I know, my yeah. favorite it's my favorite I I love it I it, it's I mean it's not. It's better to me. It's better than Thanksgiving football because of the fact that you're have an opportunity to actually watch good teams playing good teams. Yes, I agree with you. Yep. And grandma, if you're listening, I'm gonna be at your house. I don't know if you guys are gonna make it or not on Christmas Day, but it's kind of an optional thing. Um, I'm gonna be there. If you're listening, I'd love to tune into ABC or ESPN and. I think she just, just I think she just could have do that it for on you. in the background. Just I think she do that background. for you. Although, although I feel like Grandma uh, and Grandpa Al probably are the kind of people that like to turn on that uh, that that fake wood fire scene on the TV, you know, <laughs> where the cat walks by every now and then, and there's a little dog playing. I I I enjoy that. I think that's kind of a funny little deal. But well, they have a, they have a real fireplace, don't they? Yeah, it doesn't matter though. It's funny. Yeah, come on! I got gotcha. you. It's just funny. <laughs> there it is. Wow! There you go. Ah, uh, shoot. So anyway, uh, speaking of Christmas, yeah, Christmas is coming up. It is. Let's make the we're we're gonna have a little fun. That's we don't have a ton of sports to talk today. Uh, that's the little bit I think that we got. We might have some more that we throw in sporadically. But I, I have a question for you when it comes to Christmas. Okay. Live tree or fake tree? That's one of the easiest questions I've answered in a while. Yeah, and it's it's so easily a fake tree for me. Oh, so easily a fake. I tree I knew for that me. you were going to be a fake tree guy. Yeah, I'm a live tree guy. I got to have a live tree. You have a live tree that looks like it was cut down from a forest that is millions of years old. It's it's, it's, it's the biggest tree I've ever it's seen. It's a in little a house. over ten foot. It's not that big, but it's, it's the biggest one I've ever seen in a house. Yeah. Uh, well, listen, hey. Go big or go home, brother. <laughs> it might have to hit go the ceiling. Go big at home. It might have to did. hit the ceiling and bend over a little bit, you know, put the star on sideways. That's you got to do what hap- you got to do. That's what happened in Elf. That's, That's right. It did. That's exactly right. Got to do what you got to do, man. I, I love going and getting a real tree and picking that tree out. And, you know, the boy loves it. Let me ask you this, though. Yeah. Do you have – are you cleaning up needles constantly off the floor? Yeah. Are you – I sweep constantly anyway. I got a dog. So just sweeping up some needles now. It is uh, does the dog bother with the tree? Not at all. Never touches it. Do the kids tug at the tree? Nah, uh, they mess around. Uh, mess around with the ornaments every now and then. They but know enough though. By the to... time Christmas gets here, all of the ornaments are above four foot tall. 
I got gotcha. you. Because they can't reach that high. I got gotcha. you. Um, is there – so you have to keep it watered all the time, basically. Yeah. yeah. So you have to – you have to – you have to like keep watering it or in you the just beginning put I put in the beginning I put water in it uh every day for the first probably week and then it starts sucking up the water a little bit slower. Okay. So yeah, yeah, it's uh you know, every few days and then by the time it's like after Christmas to New Year's, I probably won't get any water at all. Because if you don't, it dries out and it's a fire hazard. Well, it's I mean, probably a fire hazard as it sits there now. It is. But, and, and it's already here. I mean, yeah, it's uh, even if it dries out, it is what it is. Just the needles fall off faster. It still stays green. So you got a lot of cleaning up to do. Yeah. Uh, what about sap? You get like sap and stuff no. on you? None no. of that? Okay. No. I guess it depends on what kind of tree it is. Yeah. No, I'm good. Uh, if it's good, a Douglas man. fir or uh, We're a Fraser fir family. Fraser fir? We're a okay. Fraser fir family. Okay. Yep. Fraser fir. They got a little softer needles. So uh, okay. big time Fraser fir family. Fraser's a little softer than Douglas. Yeah. Okay. I got gotcha. you. Um, Douglas fir was the only evergreen tree I could think of. Sure. It's the most popular. Oh, is it? Okay. That's yeah. probably why then. It's the most popular. Poplar? Poplar? Poplar. Yeah, there's no you. Most, most, uh, <laughs> poplar. Most, uh, oh, there's a poplar tree. Is there really? Yeah. Yeah. Poplar, the poplar. It's you, you botanist. Oh, well, it's wood that I sell, so oh, it's an okay. interior. Yeah, it makes they use sense. it for interior trim. <laughs> you are sort of in the it's business, It's one of the softest you? hardwoods you could ever get. Hey, there nice. What uh, Do you know what uh, exact wood is used on on no. basketball On everything? Floor? On, no, basketball on basketball court? floor? Oh, I would assume some kind of – I don't know. I don't know exactly. Okay. If it's oak okay. or I would assume some kind Either of – Either way, it's waxed over like 50 times. Yeah. So – I don't know if it even matters that much, but it's got to have a little give. Yeah, you got to. Got to. But it's got to be solid. You can't have dead spots. That's. I, I, I. You know, I think the dead spots more have to do with what's underneath. You know what? The worst place to play. You remember playing at the sports mall? Of course. You would be dribbling, and then all of a sudden, the ball wasn't bounce. Wouldn't bounce at well, all. Well, that's that. That's like the worst kind of floor you can have what for kind basketball. Of floor is it's that? like this synthetic rubber kind of like weird. I don't even know. It was like a it was a mix of several kinds of I could almost dunk if I jumped first. <laughs> if you jumped first? Yeah, like it was almost like a trampoline. Oh, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. It was it was a little bouncy, uh but it was still hard enough to hurt when you fell um and you would get up there, you'd get hard under, enough you'd to un- hurt get when under, you fell. You'd get undercut, you'd get elbowed, you'd get knocked down because I'll tell you, there are some rough folks up there that play. And, it was fun, though. And it was it was fun for a while, and then it got pretty unfun But uh, because the officials wouldn't have any control over all that nah, stuff. Half-time so. officials weren't even there. Yep. All right, Christmas. So uh, <laughs> what, what, when, do you, when do you first put your Christmas stuff up? Normally, either not at all or, like, a week before. Man, what a hum. Man, what this a year though. Yeah, well, you, well, okay. So, it, does it have to do if there's a woman in your life or not? No, no, it doesn't. Uh, that has nothing to do. with No, it because at all. Mo- because most Christmases I've not had a woman in my <laughs> life, <laughs> so it doesn't really matter. No, but this year for whatever reason, maybe I'm getting older. I'm getting a little more sentimental. I was just feeling Christmas, man. I just I, I love Christmas. Christmas. Dude, I love Christmas. I'll tell you, best. I love walking in the store. It's it's a little I it's a little silly when it's October and you wa- or November first and you walk in the store and Christmas is two months away and there everything's all set up. But at the same time. 
especially once you get into December. I love walking into the stores and walking all over the place, and there's decorate Christmas decorations. Oh, Everything's yeah. all lit up. Everybody's I ha- like that yeah. stuff now, man. Everybody's I- irritated and pissed off and stressed <laughs> out. It's great. It's that time I'm of not- year. <laughs> but I'm not. I, I, you know, I get a little worried. I will let myself worry too much about uh, buying gifts for people and buying thoughtful gifts and all that kind of stuff, and I fail at that every year. But um, if you think about it and you buy somebody something, that's all that matters. It don't matter what it is, man. It, 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 yeah, we're grown. We're grown. If you're buying a grown up a present, if if you ever buy a grown up a present, and they're disappointed, you should just take well, the present away from them or <laughs> smack them or something like that. You're a grown person. You can buy anything that you want. If you want it, you probably already got it. Right. So if I'm buying you something out of the kindness of my heart, don't don't look at me or go, oh. a pen don't do that don't do that i thought that pen was perfect for you Mm -hmm. you should be like man you got me a pen thank you i appreciate that's a that's a nice gesture and i think most people are are have the wherewithal to do that but for me I'm still going to overanalyze whether you actually like it or whether you're pretending. I'm going to tell you right because now, there's no cases, pretending, pretending for me. Anytime you give me a, you give me a lump of coal, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be happy that you thought enough about me to get me a present. Something. It doesn't matter what it is. I don't care what it is. That's not. It's not faking that you're happy. I'm happy, genuinely happy that you think about me. Yeah. Now, I'm with you. Uh, do you feel like you're a good gift giver, though? I don't do much gift buying <laughs> okay <laughs> much props right. to my wife speaking, she does an amazing of having job a woman in your life she does christmas. an amazing job every christmas uh, <laughs> i don't have to worry about too much anything i got two or three items i have to buy i just bought one of the two today uh on the old amazon you gotta uh, buy and, something for her right uh yeah I, i've got that one down already okay. so yeah yeah so the, i've All only right. got one more gift and, right and i saw it it's one. parked out front i saw it you saw it. It's parked out front. Yeah. Oh, a car. Brand yeah, new but, Lamborghini. That's beautiful, man. Well, you know, I hope she's not listening. I just gave it away. Yeah. It's got them suicide doors on it. You know how I do. <laughs> um, okay. So you so you feel like put you- put the Lamborghini doors on the Escalade. Okay. I I do not know that reference. I'm sorry. But, oh, um, no. It's 50 Cent. Never okay. Mind. 50 Cent. All right. <laughs> All right. I, or as I call him, 50 Cents. 50 Cents. Yes. Um, he just forgot an S. Sometimes I call him Half Dollar. Um, Better than Hey Penny, and and I emphasize the R because you know if if he's a rapper and his name is Half Dollar, it's going to be Half Dollar. But I say Half Dollar because I want to, I want to proper Englishize him. I want to I want to use proper English as much as possible all the time. But I also want to overemphasize my um, whiteness, my, my age. Oh, my, you try to act like the old guy. You're the old white guy. So <laughs> so how's that Half Dollar? Yeah, right. Um, yeah, he has that song about his, his that birthday song or yeah, a song yeah. about his birthday. It's about or, your birthday. Yeah, right. Yeah, it it's goes your it, birthday. Yeah, that's exactly that's exactly <laughs> it. It's ex- it's exactly what he sounds like too when he sings it. Um, so anyway, okay, so you don't have to worry too much. So you're, no, she takes care of everything. Okay, okay, that's I. But that's yeah, when I go I, out and I, I, that's I struggle. I'm with you. If I had to buy everybody a present, I would struggle, and I'd put it off like I used to do all the time because I want to buy somebody something. I want it to be special. I, I want, want it to be exactly. special. I want, I want you, when you open it, I want your eyes to open, dude. I want you to be excited. Like, Genuinely oh excited. That is awesome. I, I'm telling you, 
you anytime somebody gets me a gift, it's genuine excitement. I just want anybody out there that's ever bought me a gift and said, oh, man, he didn't really like that. No, I genuinely am excited. That's awesome. Look, I've gotten gifts that I wasn't really that excited about, but I, I tried to make sure I didn't act like I wasn't that excited. I've got, like, lotion before. I'm like, <laughs> man, that is... Thank you. Sure, I got yeah. a wind chime one time. I'll spread this all over these Look, scales, hey, man. This is great. So I worked at a bank uh, for a little while, okay? And we did a we did a uh, Secret Santa, all right? So we got Secret Santa going at the bank, and this girl pulls my name out, right? And it was like $5 or 10 I think we did $10, whatever. And so so I, I get, uh, you know, it's, it's Christmas, everybody... Hey, passes out their presents say god i got this uc guy it was when you when uc was in the orange bowl against florida i got him an orange bowl t-shirt i was like yeah he's big uc guy it's a pretty cool t-shirt good call yeah good work right so i'm they like got blown out i'm pretty excited <laughs> right i'm like all right cool let's see what somebody got me i'm a you know i'm a pretty outgoing i feel like you give me anything goofy the, the the I open up this box. There's a box. I open up the wrapping. It's a box, and it says it's got like a little five dollar sign on it. You know, from the dollar store or whatever. <laughs> and it says on it, and it says a wind chime. Says it's a wind chime, and it's you know, oh you know you hanging outside of your house. I guess you're and like okay, I, what's I actually like, in exactly? This box? I was like, oh cool, see what's in here. I open it up, and it was a wind chime. <laughs> What? Okay, nothing about now. I know you very well, so but maybe it's not fair. But nothing about you says wind chime. I no. mean, I would never ever is, think to get you unless it's like a me, Reds wind look, chime or look, Xavier wind she chime. She realized at the last second. She realized at the last second she forgot to get me something. Ran, started running out of the house and was like, "Ooh, there's that wind chime I got five years ago from Beth Family Dollar." Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna grab that thing, and wrap it real quick. Go give it to Chris and tell him that I got it for his. Ah, oh, your wife would love that. <laughs> okay. okay, my you wife's not in this white yeah. elephant thing. Yeah, my wife didn't whatever. get you the, didn't get this other guy yeah. the T-shirt. So funny. So that was that. That was one of the funniest. But I was still very happy. Very. I was very. You know. Very. Very. Very excited that somebody thought about me to get me a wind chime. So what is the what is that's the, the worst gift I've ever got? Okay. All right. What's the worst gift you've ever gotten? Worst gift I've ever gotten. I know we just said that we genuinely like when people buy us a gift and right. you should always genuinely be happy, but what's the worst gift you've ever gotten? I've gotten some stuff I know in the past in like white elephant gift exchanges well, like that. Well, no, that doesn't count. When somebody actually okay. has your name or, or, or personally puts to Adam from Dingleberry. Um, I mean, oh, I've got gotten- Be careful now, don't you? I've now got- he's starting to think. He's like, ooh. Who listens to this podcast? Look, I, I've, no, I, I've I've gotten um, I've gotten I feel like clothes in the past that I was like, oh man, thank you so much. I will never wear this. Is what I'm oh, saying in my head. Thanks for this turtleneck. Thank you, Dingleberry. <laughs> thank you for the. Thank you for thank you, Dingleberry, for this shirt that ha- that doesn't have a collar, but it has buttons, and it has, and then it also has like a slit down the side or something like it's a, it's a like a quarter zip. Yeah, yeah, yeah quarter, quarter, button, quarter zip. Quarter I'm not zip. a quarter zip guy at all. I've gotten a quarter zip before. Um, God love your mom. Mom gives me quarter zip sweaters almost every year. <laughs> I love them. Now, I love them now. I wear them all the time, but yeah. not all the time. I take that back. I don't wear them all the time. You're a dad. It doesn't but matter I'm what very, you wear now. It's exactly right. It's, it's the truth. <laughs> I look the same all the time. I'm in gray. Yeah. Oh, I, I hear that. Black. Yeah. I wear a lot of black. Yeah. All right. What's your favorite gift? Best gift you ever got? 
I was trying to think about this beforehand. It's really hard. I mean, I, I, I feel like it was probably something when I was a kid. Like, I loved, you know, for years we, we played with starting lineups. Yes. Which were, the, like, yes. the little figurines, the, the sports figurines. When I got those, when I got baseball cards, um, those were kind of, the, I think, the gifts that I got most excited about. Yeah. You know, things that I would ask for, ask Santa for, and they would show up. I don't know if there's any one specific thing that I feel like, man, that was the one thing. That was the thing yeah. that I remember that I loved the most. Um, it's hard. It's hard. I, I, what was it for you? I, I don't know. You know, the, the best gift I ever got on Christmas. I had so many unbelievable gifts. I feel like they're all the same. They're all equally great that somebody thought about getting me a gift. No, I'm kidding. Boy, um, you talk about yeah, me I know. being yeah, a I know. politically Seriously. correct. No, I don't know. You know, there was, I, I just, I remember one time when I was a kid, I still got this boom box upstairs, you know, with the two cassettes, you know, on it <laughs> yeah. so you can record one. And it's, it's got the CD player up on top. I was, I was, I was probably uh, 11 years old, 12 years old. And, and, uh, the box is there and doesn't have anybody's name on it. And I just opened it. You know, it's Christmas. I opened it. And my dad looks at me and goes, oh, man, your mom got a got a new boom box. That is awesome. And I'm like, oh, oh, man, this is really a bummer. I really wanted that when I opened that. That was really cool. It's like the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. Two cassette boombox, dude, with detachable speakers. Remember the detachable yes, speakers? Yes, I do. When them first came out, yep. I was like, man. I remember when them did. Bummer. <laughs> waited, he waited till all the Christmas presents were <laughs> when them did. He waited till all the Christmas presents were <laughs> opened. And I am just like, yay. Awesome. A box of baseball cards. I love baseball cards. Oh, awesome. Uh, starting lineup. starting lineup, great! Hey, <laughs> Kangaroo Junior starting lineup, woo! Yeah, wrestler, man, yeah! Hey, Ultimate Warrior, yeah. man, that boombox is cool. Finally, he was like, oh, "I'm just messing with you. It's for you. That's <laughs> yours." And I was, yeah, it was the greatest day of my life. Was so I'm the, gonna say that was my that might be my favorite because of the anticipation. Was that the boombox when we when you were still living at home and we tried to lift one of the few times we tried to start lifting and we lifted and we listened to Pantera and lifted. Like I don't know, six or seven yeah, weeks, and then probably, we stopped yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Is that that boombox? Yeah, yeah, probably. I guarantee okay. it. I do. It's the only boombox I ever owned. So yeah, nice. Okay, definitely. All right. What about what about your favorite? Because look, a perfect Christmas to me is if I get a bunch of gifts for a bunch of people, and they're the best gift that person every every one of those people has ever gotten, and they're just I feel so good about the thought yep. I put into Man, it. I kick some, I kick and, some Christmas and, butt, and I don't have to get anything. I it, I don't care about getting anything. I uh, really truly don't. Yeah. I get much more of a thrill out of, and I'm not saying this to be a nice guy or anything. I That's seriously feel a lot a lot more fulfillment out of seeing someone enjoy a present sure. that I give them than sure. opening a gift. And, and it's, even if it's something I love, I hear you. I hear you saying, I, I feel, I feel like you are the same. Yes. Um, is there a gift that you got someone that you're like, this is man, this is the, gift. Oh, that's easy. I feel dude. good. That's easy. This. I, when I got the ring, when I, oh, for Christmas, for Christmas, oh, for Christmas, oh man. Yeah, I'm sure. Not, if dude, you get married, man, see, I always ended up like I would end up waiting till the night before Christmas and like get like a then <laughs> like get like a magazine and cut out like a cut stuff out of it and give it wrap it up and give it to my mom. Like, I, I really this is what I'm getting you. 
I just couldn't figure anything out up until <laughs> last night. So here's a picture, here's a picture of a sweater. Of Shania uh, Twain or Yeah, or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No, I don't you know, I don't know about that. That's a tough one. I'd have to think about that one for a while. Okay. I'm not okay. sure what the best Christmas present I ever gave someone is. What about you? I was thinking about it and I, I think it's probably um the year I got my brother tickets to conan o'brien and oh, airfare to go there nice yeah so i nice. got plane tickets and tickets to go well i mean the tickets for for conan's show this was in 2005 so he was still on late night but um he was and he was still in new york so um those tickets were free but i had to get them like six or seven months in advance right right um so that's the date i got them for it was like in june june something um june or july and but i i bought plane tickets for us to both go so we could see my brother and I are both big Conan fans. Um, so you went to New York? I think that one. We went to New York, yeah. I've never been yeah. to New York. Yeah, well, really? No, never been to New York. Oh, well, I've been in the been state of times. New York, yeah. but never been well, to you New York. Well, you and I were in the New state of New York, York together. City. Never yeah. been to New York City. Yep. Uh, all right, so uh, let's see. I got another one here for you. Um, man, I had one sitting on the tip just a second ago. Now I done forgot it. What else? What else Christmas is there? Oh, I know what it was. What's your favorite Christmas movie? Oh, man, that's hard. Oh, I said hard. I guess it has to be Die Hard. Die Hard? No, I'm just kidding. I never... Cracks me up. That's You're the third person today that talked about I, Die Hard I, I, I as say a Christmas that, I say that jokingly <laughs> because I know people argue about whether it's a Christmas movie or not. I can't say one way or the other because I've never seen Die Hard. That's even... <laughs> Is that worse? Is that worse? That might be worse. That might <laughs> be worse. I've never seen Die Hard. Sorry, Bruce Willis. I just I've I don't know why. I just have never seen it. My favorite Christmas movie, though, seriously, is I I don't know. It's so I don't no? I can't make this. I mean, Elf. I have Elf is awesome. Elf, Elf is way obviously up there. you got the classics: the old Rudolph, the red nosed reindeer. You it's know, those. it's those. Those right Rudolph, there. Frosty, Rudolph, Frosty. Yep. Uh, uh, the uh, Charlie uh, Brown Chris Kringle Christmas. with uh, with Burger Meister Meister Burger. Um, I don't think I ever was what got into that one. It's all the same thing. You know what? Burger Meister Meister Burger. Who doesn't let anybody in town? That have, doesn't even have sound toys. familiar. To me. And then Chris Kringle is a little orphan, and the Kringles, the little elf Kringles, they they adopt him, and he makes toys. This is the first time I'm hearing. Oh story. my gosh, you don't know Burger Meister Meister Burger? No. And another, I, I I don't. And another movie that is super duper duper popular at Christmas time that just was not in my arsenal growing up. I've now seen the whole thing. Yeah. A few times now, but just recently, is a Christmas story. What? Yeah, like where he where he shoots his eye out with the gun yeah, and he gets his tongue stuck on the thing. No, that's a great one. I uh, did, I did uncle, not grow up watching that. Movie. My uncle, because it's twenty four hours on TBS. Yes, it is. And my uncle Paul turns it on the second he wakes up on Christmas. All the, and it is on all day long until <laughs> it's over at whatever time it ends. It never ends. It's on consistently at the house. <laughs> That's cool. Yes. That's very cool. Big Christmas Story fan. I like Christmas Story. That's a good one. Uh, that dude, the dad on Christmas Story, cracks me up. Uh, let's see. What Your else is Your favorite I... Christmas movie, though? Mine? I... I think it's probably uh, it's probably one of those like Rudolph or that burger, that whole claymation or whatever that yeah, is. Yeah, the Rudolph the claymation, deal. right. Yeah. I think that's, that's up there, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, land of misfit toys. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm just a misfit. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> I was trying to think of how that song goes, and I was going to keep it going, but I would have said the words wrong. Oh, is it another 50 Cent song? No, it's on the Rudolph song. Oh, by uh, just a man. By Mr. Yeah, Bur- by know, Mr. Burgerhead or no, the dude that wants to be a dentist, the elf that wants to be a dentist. <laughs> oh, Herbie. 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 Yes, yes. I know that one. See, I, but I don't know. I don't know McBurger. I'm not going to talk about Burgermeister Meister Burger yeah. anymore. Uh, the Hamburglar or Ronald McDonald or I'm not going to talk about him anymore. I was I'm going to give you the I'm going to give you the DVD to take it home tonight. Oh God, I'm not. I don't have a DVD There's player. A new, yes, the, oh, yes, I don't have a DVD player. There's yes. a new. How do you not have a DVD player? Because mine broke, and I actually asked Santa for one. Nice. All right, so there's a new one out there that I suggest if you got a kid and you're listening to check this bad boy out. It's called It is called Not Your Nice Lanny. It's called uh Man, now I said it, I feel terrible. It's a it's a funny show and and I'm going to think of it a uh, Prep and Landing. That's what it's called. Prep and Landing. Prep and Landing. Never heard of ah, it. That's a good one. I'm not going to talk about it. Most people probably haven't seen it. Prep and Landing, great cartoon. Another another one that I've never seen. Alex Cole just mentioned it. The Jim Carrey Grinch. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I've, I've never like, seen the Jim Carrey. It, it, it didn't get good reviews, but I enjoyed it. I the enjoyed original it. Grinch from whatever the sixties or that whatever. Was awesome. One of absolutely definitely one of my on the top. Never, call, yep. never saw the always, Jim always, one. Uh, always in the arsenal. You know another one that's really good. Charlie Brown Christmas. Love Charlie Brown. Charlie Christmas. Brown Christmas is always good. For a long time, I had a tree similar to the one that he had in there because it was. <laughs> I've always had a bad tree. But she's the same tree over every year. I did because it was deal. artificial. But yeah, but now I got last year. I I got a little bit better tree. This is the best my trees ever looked this year. Yeah, best it's ever. Well, looked. you got into Christmas this year. I did. Good for I you. I did. I'm pumped about it. I'm man. happy I'm for you, man. This is the first year I've ever gotten the entire week between Christmas and New Year's off as well. Really? I, I, I This is my first year at a new company. They give us all. Now it's made my job incredibly hard for the last couple weeks because sure. I have to plan around that. But I'm really excited. Nice. I'm, I have. I actually took – I had a, a vacation day to burn by the end of the year. Yeah. Took Friday off this week. So tomorrow's my last day. So you're off Friday, January. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday? Yes. Wow. That's a 12-dayer. Yes. Yep. Good work. I'm excited, man. Wow, 12 days. I'm excited. I'm going to do some relaxing. Relaxing. Good for you, man. Let me know how that is. Let me know how much fun relaxing is. I, I will. I have got to do that in a while. I've got a question for you, though. Let's go. Let's talk about favorite Christmas traditions. You talked about the one where mm-hmm. Paul, where Uncle Paul watches the whole 24 hours of Christmas story. Yep. We talked about We talked about a couple other ones. Do you have a favorite Christmas or a couple of favorite Christmas traditions? Hmm. Favorite Christmas traditions. Uh, you know the cookie, the baking cookies. I don't do it, but the my, you know, the kids baking cookies. That's always fun. I make sure that my son puts as much icing on all the cookies as he can, so when I get them, I can eat super duper icing cookies. That's a great plan by you. Um, you know, that's always a fun deal. I, my favorite Christmas tradition is picking out the tree, man. Okay, 
I love going and getting a tree, uh, you know, a day or two after Thanksgiving. Uh, this year we did it Sunday after Thanksgiving. Get that tree. I love going and picking out the tree. I, that's probably my favorite part. Now, do you go to like a tree farm or do you go to one of like the, like the Western Hills diff- Plaza? They've got a we don't thing go. Right I've out, never but... been to a tree farm. Okay. <clears throat> but, you don't uh, cut it down yourself like Paul Bunyan or no, anything? You don't no, carry an axe on no. your shoulder and wear plaid and overalls and stuff? No. No, but that no. sounds like that would be fun. I've always we always talk about how I'd like to do that someday. Someday I'd like to go and do that. Go cut it. But you it's should. gotta snow. It's gotta snow. I'm not doing it unless it's snow. Okay. You wanna get you want it to be cold and messy and uh snowing all over the place. Man. The kids freezing and probably whining and crying and I'm gonna be in the middle of a forest like And you're gonna love it. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. I mean that sounds like my worst nightmare and you're gonna love uh, it. If Hacksaw Jim Duggan was there, if I knew he was going to be there, I would I would deal with all that other he stuff. He makes his own two-by-fours. Because he goes and chops down his own yeah. trees. Out of pine trees. He just goes, finds a pine tree, cuts it down, makes his own two-by-fours. You ever want to find Hacksaw Jim Duggan? Cut a tree down for Christmas. USA. 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 Oh, goodness. One of my favorite Christmas traditions. I think you will appreciate this one. All right. As we were growing up, so our mothers are sisters. Yes. They were one, They were each one of... Seven. Was it seven? Seven. Every year, they had a Christmas card contest where they would collect, <sighs> yes. see who got the most amount of Christmas cards, the, the, the biggest number of Christmas cards. I got and, two more today. I'm up to 18. Oh, yeah. Okay. So... I've, I've been, it's been very slow for me this year because I've never sent out my own Christmas cards. Um, uh, ours will be mailed out tomorrow. So you'll have another one coming, okay. but listen, I'm going to tell you right now, as a guy who sends out a lot of Christmas cards, if you're not family and you're not responding with a Christmas card, you're going to start getting cut off the list. I, yep. I try not to send more than 60 out. This year we got 80. Wow. I won't send 80 out. 80. We usually send we send 60 out usually. but 60 blows me away. I got 80 this year, and uh, we'll probably get, um, you know, we'll have some extras, but wow, we'll send a few extras out. This is the last year, all you guys out there, getting cards, not family. If you're not family and you get a card from me and you don't send me a card, might as well forget it. This is it, last year. Man, Enjoy. Thank God I'm family. Enjoy. That's right. I'm glad I'm family because I'm going to tell you something. You're not getting a card from me. I don't send anybody cards. <laughs> I, if I had a family or something, I'd probably send cards. I don't know. I it's I don't know. But that the, the tradition, like in my house, I think you guys did the same thing. You, we had like a, a big – like a big doorway, yeah. You know that didn't have doors on it. That Where, went like, from like the living room the hall to the kitchen or something, or something. right? Or, yeah. yeah. And, and I have that in my house now. So I started as I started getting Christmas cards in the last week or two. I started hanging them up and around the doorway, around yep. the door frame. Yep. And I was like, man, this is a tradition I love. Yeah. Even if I don't have that many, That's awesome. We, I just love we do putting them up in the in that space around yep. the doorway and just looking at them. I just we do oh, the same. Man, I so it. I got I got them going across the uh, going to, from the where, when you walk in from the living room into the dining room. There's a little not an archway but you know a little break point right there with a beam going across and uh yeah that's where all mine are hanging take them up there nice yeah that's that's one of my favorite christmas traditions yep. that i even if i don't get that many i'm gonna keep going myself yeah and if i'm i'm i live at home by myself nobody else sees them or anything like that it's, it's all right just, you gotta hang just, them up man gotta hang them up for me yeah. good for you yeah what else what else you got here uh let's see uh man any other christmas stuff out there you want to 
You want to throw out? Um, yeah, I think I've got something. I bet um, you do. Swipe left or swipe right? Oh, we should have done a lot of these uh, swipe left, swipe rights, but that's all right. Well, well here's one for you. Midnight Mass. Ugh. <laughs> oh, I think I know where this is going based so, on that. So we did Midnight Mass forever, and I, I mean, I swipe right to it. I liked I liked Midnight Mass because it made made it to where I didn't have to wake up early and go to church. I mean, I'm a night I'm a night owl anyway, so I'd have to say swipe right if you if it was like. If it was like an option, midnight mass or morning Christmas morning mass, oh, midnight mass all day long, four hundred and thirty times every time. Let's do it. <laughs> four hundred thirty times every time. <laughs> so I, so I do it. <laughs> That's my favorite thing you said so far. <laughs> I I think for me, for me it's swipe left. But yeah, if it's between. If it's between going Christmas morning and midnight mass, I have to swipe right. But it's it's generally swipe left for me because you have other options now too. You can go sure. earlier in the day on on Christmas Eve. You can watch it on um, TV. You can watch it on TV, which is what I've been doing anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, but midnight mass, we went for years to midnight uh, mass forever. Saint and, Dominic midnight mass. Yeah, and we went to Saint Martin, and and it was number one packed. Oh. Packed. Gotta get there early. Because you have hundreds of people, maybe thousands, that don't go to church all year, that go to church on On Christmas Christmas and on Easter. And Midnight Mass is a tradition, and it's a special Mass and all that stuff. And and they're there, so it's packed. So number one, that's part of why I swipe left, because you have to get there early. I don't want to get there any earlier than I have to, right? Right. So, uh, So swipe left on getting there a half hour, 45 minutes sometimes early and having to just sit there and listen to the choir sing for, <laughs> for 30, 35 minutes before the mass actually starts. Now, the the good thing about it was you start getting tired because, look, when you're a kid, we grew up Catholic. Catholic mass is pretty darn boring. Yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> yes, it is. So, So you start getting sleepy. It's one o'clock in the morning when you get out of there, yeah. And you already know, so now you're a little tired, and and you know, it's it was the easiest day of the year for me to go to sleep anyway on Christmas Eve because you were, you were told that was the best night for for parents because they were like, hey, uh, the earlier you go to bed, the earlier you go to sleep, the sooner morning comes, the sooner Santa comes, and the sooner That's morning right. comes. That's right. right. And so I was excited about that anyway. So I would go 1 o'clock a.m., we get home. I'm going straight to bed. It was a little easier to fall asleep then because um, it was so late, and I had just been through um, watching grass grow and paint dry. <laughs> and um, so, I, so I was ready for ready to go to bed, and that meant here comes Christmas. Here comes, uh, here comes waking up and sitting at the top of the steps so that dad could get the video camera set up. Yep. And, uh, and then, yep. then when he's all ready, he says, come on down. And then we run down the steps and uh, or take the exercise mat and slide down the steps. We could do that to get down. Uh, <laughs> or uh, anyway, we would run out into the living room and, and Everybody start. Everybody have fun. Yeah. And, so we always uh, we always did the dad, dad would set the camera up and never touch it. And it would just try to make sure everybody was in on it. Oh, those are some of the funniest videos <laughs> yeah. in the world. Some of the best videos in the world are just watching like 
just watch one person for the entire <laughs> yeah. two hours that you're opening presents. It's hilarious. I hate watching myself in those. Oh, I feel like everything I did, I'm like, oh, what a little punk. That's what I look like the whole time? Yeah. Like, oh, man, what are yeah. you doing? I hated myself when I was little. I mean, I, now I hate myself, my little self. Anyway. That's um, terrible. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yes. I, so so there you go on Christmas, on Christmas mass. I'm definitely on that side of it. Okay. No doubt. All right. Let me let me ask you this. Ask away. You're a married man. I am. What do you how do you navigate so you have basically you have what four sides of a family yeah. to to go to Christmases. Yep. How in the world do you make that happen? We've got it pretty easy now. I mean, be, between us, our mom's side uh, goes uh, the Saturday after Christmas, mm-hmm. piece of cake. Her mom's side's Christmas Eve. Uh, and then, so then I have my, so what is it? Then my mom and dad on Christmas, on Christmas day and her mom and dad on Christmas day, her mom and dad has her dad's side. So we're good to go. And we just did my dad's side last week. Okay. So you go real Pretty early simple. and we go, like you said, about a week, well, about a week late. We kind of, yep. we have a, we have a Christmas open house on Christmas day at yep. this year's at grandma's, whoever can make it. And we did that because most of us are grown and have our own families and everybody's Way too many got places these things. to go. Right. So so we have the official one a week later. Yeah. Um so so that works out. Um so okay. So you got it. You have it figured oh, out. Oh dude, we've it's got it. Uh, it's been about th- two or three years now, man. It's simple. Simple. Wake up, open up Christmas presents with the little guys and girls. Uh, hang out there at the house and head over to mom's house, have a little brunch, ha- open up Christmas presents. Till you know we're there from eleven to two or three, and maybe a little later than that just depends. Then we head over to her mom's house, which is my right. whole family lives on the same block. I'm a right. typical West Sider. Right. Uh, put the car in neutral, roll down the road, and uh, <laughs> fall into the next driveway, and we're there all night long. We will be at her mom and dad's till probably like two in the morning. Oh wow! So the kids fall asleep, and then you just hang out for a little bit, and then you toss them in the car and. Oh, all, bring yeah, we bring home. PJs and everything like that. Okay, okay. Well, that's good. I mean, I but, feel like it's hard for a lot of people. So now, do you? What are you? What? How, what is your plans on Christmas Day this year? What you got going now? On? Okay. Uh, well, I I will go. So we traditionally do my dad's side um, on Christmas Eve. Uh-huh. Now I think because this is going to be the. F- maybe the second year ever that we are not doing it on Christmas Eve. We're going to do it the day before on the 23rd. So I think that's for the people because a lot of other people do stuff with their significant others, families on Christmas Eve too. So because it falls on a weekend, it falls on a good, you know, 23rd is Sunday. Sunday. Uh, Knock it out on a Sunday. Monday, Right, right. So we're going to do that. Um, I think most people are off on Christmas Eve, I guess. So, so we can be there late and all that. Um, So yeah, I'm, well, twenty third. I've got I've got that side. I'm not sure what we're doing immediate family wise. If we're going to, we usually I guess go to Joe and Lauren's now to my brother's. Uh huh. Um, because he has the kids. Yeah. So go so to the kids, man. So they don't That's what it's all about anyway. Them out right. Um. So I don't know what we're gonna do with that. I haven't I haven't asked yet. Um. But then we have. <laughs> I'll go to. The open house, the Christmas open house at Grandma's in the afternoon on Christmas Day. And then um, on the 30th, I will be at uh, 
There you official. go. Nice and easy. Official. Yeah, uh, yeah mandatory Christmas. I got to be honest with you. It's one of the it's one of the things I kind of enjoy about not <laughs> about not being married is having to go a to nice, a thousand different places. I, you know, mine's not that bad. When we first got married, it sucked because everything was on Christmas Day mm-hmm. or Christmas Eve. But now, man, it's it's real simple. We got a nice and easy now. That's good. Well, the the wives and and the sisters and the moms all got together and figured them all out, and we're good to go. Yeah. I feel like it all it's always going to work itself out. Yep. I, I let myself worry about stupid stuff all the time, but it's going to work out. Oh yeah. You know. No problem. So, there you go. Uh we we got anything else? Any other Christmas stuff? We next so so it's Christmas. It's Christmas. Uh we we the 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 worst hair poll is over for the nosebleeds. I think we're going to wait to do a poll till after the first of the year. Yep, Our next big uh, uh, tournament style poll. We may throw a poll out there every once in a while here coming up. Uh, next week, we're gonna, I think we're going to talk a little baseball cards action. You know, find about the the old school baseball cards. Uh, you know, maybe throw in some funny nicknames of some old baseball players, stuff like that. We, we've got some things planned out for the coming year. A big, big part of our childhood was collecting cards. Huge. That's what we. I mean, that was a huge part, and we'll get into that. We'll get into that next week because I want to. I want to take a big part of the show and talk about baseball cards. It might bore the hell out of some people, but dude, baseball cards were my life yep. when I grew up. Yep. So uh, we got that. Uh, before we get done, man, any other Christmas stuff you want to go over on the Christmas edition of the Nosebleed Sports Podcast? I have a couple things, but they're not uh, they're not that important. Well, let's do it. I mean, we're only an hour and fifteen minutes. We usually we right. go way forever long. Yeah. So, so let me start this question then by saying, if you are listening to this podcast at any point and you have children with you, also hearing it. Oh, we're going to go that route. This might be a good time to uh, just turn it off until you get a chance to to listen by yourself. Okay. Um, All right, let's do it. But uh, because I still, I'm still a believer, so. Uh, oh, I you didn't even know that's what it was going to be it's about. The only thing it could be about. What Is do you it? got? Oh, I yeah. was going to talk about um, the man's struggle with weight loss. I I I don't know. I it's unfortunate. My struggle he, with weight loss. No, Santa's. I, how do you know? You seen him? Sure, I've seen him. Oh, I've he's never a, seen him. He's in every movie. He's in. He's nah, on TV. They he's, got a new Christmas special every, out now with uh, every with mall. Kurt Douglas as Santa, and he's a little upset of the way they portray him. Kurt Douglas. Yeah, it's actually really good. <laughs> I'm big Netflix. I've, I've seen every Christmas show on Netflix wow. over the past month. Okay. But yeah, uh, you know, he's a little upset with the way that uh, that Santa's portrayed. I've never seen Santa. I don't know if he's a big fat guy. I don't. I don't know why we portray him that way. He might be. St- I mean, that dude's got a. He's got to go, and he's he's moving you on know what Christmas I bet? Day. I bet he looks just like Gandhi. I bet he's a little tiny, a little a tiny, little, tiny Indian, Indian dude that's like weighs like a hundred. I see him looking like that. I see him looking like Abhinav. I feel like he's like yeah. Bob Abhinav. Not yeah. not a big not a big guy. Bob's uh Bob's beard's better. Yeah, than Santa's. I feel like that's what Santa's beard probably looked like yeah. before it got white. If it is white, I have no idea. Never seen him. It's too. It's, it's magic, man. It's magic. Apparently, he's hundreds of years old or thousands of years old or something yeah, like I'd say that. He's probably two grand. Sure, everybody's about two grand. He's about, he's about two grand. <laughs> <laughs> Pounds or years? Years. <laughs> okay. Look, he's magic. Right. So he yeah. could be anything. All right. So what do you got? So my question is, how old were you? Um, ten. 
probably 10 or 11, okay. somewhere in that, that range. Okay. That's probably around probably around 11, 12, something like that. Something like me. that. I feel like uh, the older, the the oldest child is usually hangs on longer. Sure. And then the younger the, the siblings get, the younger they find out about the whole deal. Sure. That's interesting. I want to ask my siblings how old they were. Yeah. Oh. I know my niece is, uh, my niece was like when she was 12 and then her little sister found out the next year and she was like nine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the way it works out, I guess. Um, cause you know, kids are, kids are, have a kids harder time keeping, uh, secrets and yeah. figuring all that stuff out. But ah. you get, you get, you get curious anyway. And then you have friends eventually that start, start finding out. Poking around about it. Have older hey, look, siblings. man, I wrote the letter to Santa that, that last year, like, dude, I still believe in you, brother, man. It's all good. Don't worry. I'm not listening to what everybody says. I, like I just you- wanted my, I wanted my presence, man. I didn't want to, if there's an opportunity to believe, and and to get a get a present because I still believe you better believe I'm gonna believe better believe I'm gonna believe however that works. Uh, Alex brought up a good point. Maybe how do we we keep calling him he? What if what if uh, what if it's a she? What if it's gender neutral? Yeah. I, what if it, what it, if he's a fluid gender Santa? What's fluid? Why, gen- I said what, does what that if, even mean? What if he's a fluid gender Santa? What, yeah. Well, what is fluid gender? Um. It's fluid. It's whatever. It's whatever you decide it is at any given time. It's just. It's just whatever. I don't know. Is it man. like an amoeba? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like an amoeba. It's just whatever it is. It's just like a, it like could, a fish. It could. It could change. It's got a little bit of both organs, or are we talking about a Do fish have both organs? Yeah. Oh, I don't know that. Um, I don't know. Anyway, he <laughs> just he just brought up a funny point there. There you go. Um, <laughs> but anyway, it's true though. It's true. We don't know. Could be. We've never seen it. We've never I'm seen. I'm gonna start it. saying it. I'm starting. Same to call. thing with God. We've how never do we seen know? Santa. How do we know? Uh, God sometimes is not you just a... gotta believe what you can't see, man. <laughs> you gotta believe what you can't right. see. Well, I believe. That's why I still wake up and there's presents under the tree. That's okay. I know a guy. That's good. I know a guy. Well, he's 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 in his early 30s, uh-huh. and to this day, his mother and father have never told him there is or is not a Santa. And he's never said anything to them. They don't never had the conversation. <laughs> and every mor- Christmas morning, he gets over there, and there's presents from Santa. And it's just him and his mom and dad. And they write Santa on the presents. Everybody knows what is known. Wow. But they keep That's that. They keep the ship flo- rocking, dude. They keep it going. I love that. <laughs> I like that. That's how I want to be. I'm never saying nothing to any of them kids. You got to, hey, my kids ever say, is there a saying? You better believe it. You better act better act straight. What do presents say when you get them? It's in different handwriting, ain't it? That's how I figured it out, by the way. Santa had the same handwriting as my dad. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't go lefty on, or he man. didn't shake it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, or... I mean, come on. I, once once yeah. I once I started figuring out handwriting, it was that yeah. was it. That was it. Yeah. That, that was, was it. how you I, find that's out. How, serious, that's how I figured it out. That's funny. Yeah. Yep, that and I didn't have a door on my, on my bedroom door. <laughs> wake <laughs> wake up walk, and it looks yeah, looks Dad's directly in the with a giant <laughs> armful of wrapped gifts got, walking yeah, past. He's room. putting my bike together and I'm <laughs> sitting in the sitting and watching him put it together. I can see directly into the living room. He putting bike together in there. Boy, I hope that don't say Santa on it tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice of Dad to put together a bike for Santa. That's yeah, great. I know. That's you know. Santa brought it. I just opened it up and put it together. So do your kids do like the sit milk and cookies out for Santa? Yeah, heck yeah, man. All the you traditional kidding me? stuff. 
Yes. I mean, I, that's what I'm most e- that's what I'm most excited about around Christmas time if I become a parent is leave me some milk and cookies cuz I'm going to be the one eating the milk and cookies. Eating the milk Let and me cookies. tell you what the greatest invention in the history when you become a parent, the best invention ever was Santa Claus. Number 1. Number 2, that little elf that lives on the shelf. That dude's number 2. So, yesterday, my boy is Telling me he doesn't want to go to bed. He's not brushing his teeth. I don't want to brush my teeth. So I walked over. He named his elf Mike. Why? I don't know. I'm out of town sometimes. Maybe he, <laughs> maybe the guy that comes to my house and wrestles with my wife. When I'm out of town, his name's Mike. So he named the elf Mike. I don't know. So I said, Mike, you, you hearing this? You better go tell Santa. Before I even got done talking to this little stuffed animal, my dude was in the kitchen, mouth open. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Try waiting for me to brush his teeth. It's the greatest invention ever. I know who invented Santa Claus. Somebody with a really bad kid. <laughs> yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Because he's always you. watching, right? He always. sees you when you're sleeping. It's a little creepy, but yeah. He's when you're awake. Yeah. Let me ask you this. If you don't have a chimney, a lot of houses don't have a chimney. How's it getting uh, in? You know, they got the little key, and, you know, he's saying he's Santa. I mean, how's he get down the chimney anyway? He's just going, he can fit through the keyhole. Shoot, man, this dude's, he's magic is all magic. Because he's magic. Yeah, he just becomes flat and goes through the door or something. We just know. we just got lazy and, and just made him magic. Magic solves every, magic just explains everything that can't be explained. Exactly. Yeah. God's yeah. magic. I got you. God, I'm, God I'm magic. magic. Magic Mike. That's Mike is, probably Mike where my, how Mike got named. The elf got named Mike because Magic Mike's probably always being watched in my house. I like Magic Mike, dude. That's a bad show. <laughs> Another Christmas movie I've never seen. Magic. You've Mike. You've never seen Magic Mike? No. Have you seen Magic Mike too? <laughs> no, I've only seen five. I've only oh, seen Magic Mike five. There's no five. One and two are oh. good too. Uh, uh, what's his name? Michael Strahan's in too. <laughs> okay, then I will never see yeah, Magic no Mike way, too. dude. I wish I could dance like that fool. The, Channing Tatum is a dancing machine. If the big deal is that Michael Strahan is in Magic Mike 2. I don't know. It was a big deal to me. I was like, hey, that's that's Michael Strahan. Boy. <laughs> he just picked that girl up, flipped her around. Boy, oh, boy. All kinds of flipping. He, he did all kinds of flipping with that mom. Okay. All right. Um, anyway. Yeah, All right, I think I think we're good for today. You good with today? I'm good. All right, hey, happy Christmas. Merry Christmas to everybody. Yes. The the Christmas special of the Nosebleed Sports Podcast coming to an end. We'll be back the day after Christmas. I'll be clean shaven because I lost the Crosstown yeah. Shootout bet. Uh, we didn't do any picks today. Well, we don't have to because it's impossible for both, me to win. We both went one and two this week. Which means it's impossible means for me to win. So I've lost. Mathematically eliminated. Therefore, I lost another bet. So we've had what? Uh, we've had three bets now on this podcast. I've lost all three. What was the first I'm 0 one? for 3. I had to wear a Speedo. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know why I had to wear a Speedo. <laughs> but for some reason, I was wearing a Speedo the whole time we were doing a show. So, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm 0 for 3. Uh, I'm, I'm going to keep going at it. So, if we got any more bets out there, I'm going to keep kicking it and trying to win. But until then, I will be clean-shaven a week from today, which will be the day after Christmas, uh, due to the bet I lost on a Crosstown shootout, you will be able to name my uh, fantasy basketball team anything you want because you uh, picked football games better than I did. And <laughs> Let me remind you for the, for the remainder of the season, and I can change it whenever I want as well. Yes. Thank you. Yes, exactly. So congratulations on that. Uh, we will be back 
one more show this year, then uh, season two comes out of the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. We appreciate everybody that's listened. It's been fun. Check us out. We're live every Wednesday, 1030, Facebook Live. Uh, you can catch us on Apple iTunes, Apple iTunes, Apple Podcasts, sure. whatever that is, <laughs> YouTube, CastBox, SoundCloud, Um if you got something else you listen to, let us know. I'll try to figure out how to do it. I've been trying to figure out Google Play. And um, what's the other guy? There's a couple other ones. Uh, iHeartRadio. I've been trying to yeah. find a few others, and, and I can't figure out how to do it. So um, I'm not the most technologically sound person in the world. So we'll figure it out someday. But until then, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. I'm not going to say Happy New Year. We'll save that for next week. Okay. Yeah, we got All that. Right. Merry Christmas. And don't forget to turn your Christmas lights on.